You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, yes, we are solid conservative and just plain right. Well, it is, uh, oh, it's midweek. It's that day. It's uh, play it loud. Boomer, hit it. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Well, listen, uh, as I move to my comments, let me just let me just say this. Um, I love it when folks in the audience give me ideas. I get a lot of ideas. Some are good, some bad. But I get a lot of ideas. Yesterday, in the middle of doing the show, a friend of mine, he texted me. He's a friend of mine who also happens to be a regular listener. He sent me a text. He said, I had to read something. It was a direct tie-in to a commentary that I've been just doing on the show. So you may recall during a segment of Adventures in Woke World yesterday, one of the dippers, that I covered a story about the Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Mathematics. It's one of the most renowned high schools in the nation, apparently. The story covered down on the fact that the administration there has become so woke that they have literally been withholding information from students who have become National Merit Scholars. Can you imagine that? I mean, imagine this. You or your child with long years and grueling hours of study, earns the right to be named as a national merit finalist or semifinalist. A fact that can really make all the difference sometimes in the competitive world of college admissions. And the school that your child goes to just deliberately refuses to make it known. Why? Why would they do this? Because it clashed with the new Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Mathematics equitable grading standards. I kid you not. Basically, the pinheads in charge of Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Mathematics were so concerned that if one student excelled, the other students would then feel badly about themselves. So in their narrow and woke-minded view, they just chose to dumb down everyone instead of allowing excellence to rise to the top. So my friend texted me and he said, you got to read Harrison Bergeron. It's by Kurt Vonnegut. Well, I was thinking, I don't have time for a whole book. But no, no, so I'm familiar with Kurt Vonnegut, me personally a famous American writer known for books like Slaughterhouse-Five, among others. But I had never heard of Harrison Bergeron. And what I've discovered, though, is Harrison Bergeron, it turns out, is a short story just written in 1961, maybe six pages. And wow, is it on point. Let Let me just stop here and read you a few of the opening lines. You ready? Here it goes. The year was 2081, and everybody was finally equal. They weren't only equal before God and the law. They were equal every which way. Nobody was smarter than anybody else. Nobody was better looking than anybody else. Nobody was stronger or quicker than anybody else. All of this equality was due to the 211th, 12th, and 13th Amendments to the Constitution and to the unceasing vigilance of agents of the United States Handicapper General. All right. Wow. So the story goes on to describe the very average lives of two people, George and Hazel Bergeron. It describes Hazel as being of average intelligence, but George was actually determined to be very intelligent, so the government office of the handicapper general made him wear a device that blasted erratic noises in his ears every few minutes to keep him from having clear and cogent thoughts that might exceed that of others. God. 
In the story, it was described as, quote, a sharp noise to keep people like George from taking unfair advantage of their brains. <laughs> taking unfair advantage of their brains. George and Hazel, in the storyline, sat watching a ballet on TV. But each one of the dancers, based upon their individual skills, were saddled with bags of birdshot to weigh them down so that no one could dance better than the other. Each of the dancers also wore masks so no one could be perceived as being more beautiful than the other. The title character, Harrison Bergeron, was the son of George and Hazel, but the Office of the Handicapper, the Office of the Handicapper General had removed him from their home when he was 14 because he was too perfect, too attractive, too athletic, too smart, and no one should have a child that much better than someone else. Harrison himself was featured in the story as the anti-equality character, and I won't try to spoil it for you by telling you what happened next, but I couldn't help but think that my friend who texted me about the story, Harrison Bergeron, was spot on. Spot on. The story of Harrison Bergeron by Kurt Vonnegut sounds creepy, and yet you can compare the same attitude to what we see in the ridiculous decisions by the people in charge of the Thomas Jefferson School for Science and Mathematics. Let me tell you, when those in charge become determined to suppress excellence in favor of equality, then failure becomes the norm and success becomes a crime. Let me say that again with as much emphasis as I can. When those in charge become determined to suppress excellence in favor of equity, then failure becomes the norm and success becomes a crime. You know, I'm personally tired of hearing about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Make no mistake, I'm not for discrimination or trying to keep someone down because of their race, sex, religion, or pregnancy. But the race to DEI is not that. DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, those are just synonyms for refusing to allow one person's merit to be the guide to their ability to serve or succeed. I can look at the current state of public service right now and know that DEI has become a tool that is really no different than just making everyone wear bags of birdshot and masks and putting sounds in their ears to prevent clear thought. It is farcical to think that for a second that good will will, that good will come of anyone, someone, serving in a job or a title or security clearance or some power over others merely because they checked a DEI box and not because they were the best candidate for the job. Let's talk about a few cases and points. Samuel Brenton, the cross-dressing, non-binary, radical, kink-fetish lecturer, should never have had a top-secret clearance and never have had access to sensitive government information. It was wrong, and it failed. Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson, she's an extremely accomplished jurist with a sound legal mind. She should never have been put in the position of having an asterisk by her appointment to the Supreme Court of the United States merely because she was a black woman. She may well have earned it otherwise, but President Biden tainted her appointment by announcing that DEI was his first motive. How about Republican George Anthony Santos? He should never have been elected to Congress from the state of New York because he habitually lied about his own resume in an effort to be something that he's not. You see, Santos is a product of a society that believes that no one is okay the way God made them. You must be adjusted to be able to achieve an equitable outcome. There's no telling where else in life he's done that before, but I suspect we're going to be finding out in the not-so-distant future. How about this? Recently, I reported on the story of a school board in Pennsylvania where one of the members openly stated that she could not support one individual for the position as president of the board because, quote, he was the only cis white male. And that even though she acknowledged that he would likely do a good job, she thought that it might send the wrong message. Luckily, she was compelled to resign a few days later. You see, DEI is where merit goes to die. 
When we allow ourselves to believe for a minute that no one is allowed to be the person God intended them to be or to exercise their own talents, gifts, and personal disciplines in such a way as to earn a position, that we have become nothing more than a society filled up with empty average characters like George and Hazel Bergeron saddled with bags of birdshot and noisemakers so no one person can rise to their personal best. You see, DEI is where merit goes to die and where failure becomes acceptable. And that's a wrap for The Right Side Way. Well, there you have it. I mean, that story was not much different than what you saw in the Thomas Jefferson School for Science and Mathematics. It was the people in charge saddling those who might have excelled with encumbrances to prevent them from looking like they had actually excelled because it might offend someone else. Like the opening lines of the story said, it was the year 2081 and everybody was finally equal, although they weren't equal. They were just encumbered in such a way that no one could be different. DEI's got to go, man. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama, solid, conservative, and just plain right, saving the world one soundbite at a time. Uh, text lines are open, by the way, 833-687-4448. Some of y'all are already in there. 833-68-RIGHT. And by the way, if you ever forget that number, uh, it is on the top of our website, rightsideradio.org. Make sure you put the .org, not .com. Rightsideradio.org is our website. All our stuff's on there, by the way. Boomer keeps that thing maintained, and it's pretty prolific. Would you say prolific is a fair word for our website, bud? Yeah, I would say that. Prolific. Prolific. That's right. Um, yeah, we got tons of stuff on there. So, yeah, listen, if you want to watch the show, uh, the live stream. By the way, I am proud of the fact that we still have the Christmas tree in the studio. It, you yes. can see it online right now. It is right there behind you. Butimus. It's a butimus <laughs> Christmas tree. I do not want to take it down. I believe it should be Christmas in June. What do you say? Ooh. See, I like that. <laughs> a lot of people would say yeah, no. Well, we'll start getting the text yeah. then. Um, all right, Phil, this is enough. Now take it down. Um, anyway, so yeah, the, the, go online, rightsideradio.org. Go to our website. You can see all of our stuff. You can see the, uh, the live stream of the show. Uh, you can also, by the way, get live audio of the show if you want to just stream it on your phone or something while you're walking around. If you're getting outside of the overly broad range of our AMFM capabilities across the northern half of the great state of Alabama, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi. Yep. Uh, I like to always say, no matter where you are in the whole wide world, go to the World Wide Web. Click on rightsideradio.org. And no matter where you is, there we is. And uh, that's why we have great listeners all over the place. We got, we now have, uh, you know, I, it used to be it was always like Jeff from Indiana, Jerome from Rome. Uh, what we have, uh, we have, um, oh gosh, who is it in Spartanburg? Is it John in Spartanburg, South Carolina? Or uh, check my text real quick. I don't want to say that wrong. <laughs> um, but then we've also, now we got, uh, is it is it Rayson who, who lives in Hawaii that's listening to the show? 
Hawaii. Uh, that's that's just cool. Uh, but anyway, we appreciate all you guys listening, uh, even those of you who are way outside of our AMFMs uh, here in the uh, the greater North Alabama area. Um, so. By the way, uh, one texter on the line just came on and said, Boomer, you might appreciate this. Uh, new texter on the line, Mike from Huntsville, uh, just said that uh, every Wednesday we play the camel. And he, that's also his ringtone on his phone. And he always grabs his phone. <laughs> Even though he knows it's coming, he still grabs his phone. I told him. Just said, to check. <laughs> I told him I have a Van Halen song for a ringtone on my phone, which we also use as a bump on the show. And it gets me about half the time. <laughs> um, anyway, all that. All that and more, folks, rightsideradio.org. We're also live streaming the show right now on Tell Them Where, Booms. Uh, we got on our website at rightsideradio.org. On YouTube, just look up Right Side Radio. On Instagram, Right Side Radio. And on our Facebook page at Right Side Radio. Look us, at any of those. You got us covered, dude. That's right. A lot of folks also podcast the show. Oh, yeah. Check out cool. the podcast. Have you seen that lately? Man, it's, it at? we're at 103,000 through I'm gonna say somewhere more in there. I, I, was, I would have thought over 104. You, you checking? You check I'm right checking now? Checking right now. Check right now. I, mean, I don't stop wasting time. Check right <laughs> now. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've, we've got any number of ways for you to hear the show live or to hear the show after live. Um, but uh, what you got? 103. 103. 103 and like a half. So almost 103, 500 almost. 103.5. Yeah. All right. I like it. Yes. I like it a lot. It went down a little bit because we didn't have any new shows. Oh, the weekend. That's the weekend. right. The Christmas Everybody weekend. Everybody was, you know, doing the Christmas thing. Come on. Come on. Come on. What? <laughs> All right. Anyway, lots of new stuff out there. Hey, by the way, uh, I can I can tell right now there's already new people texting in. So remember, we got somebody else new in the text line. Grab that. And I like it. We'll get your name. If you're texting in for the very first time, let me say this. 833 687 4448 is both a text and a call-in line. You can do both. Um, but when you do for the very first time, text the word right side, and it will it will then give you an uh, automatic message back saying, you know, welcome you right side ruffian or something like that. Tell us your first name and where you're from. And so that way we can put you in. That way we can identify. Like I'm looking right now, I see Brian from Huntsville, Tony from Piedmont, Jeremy from Huntsville, Paul from Athens, Jim from Madison, Glenn from Bluntsville, Chris from Gadsden. I'm just going down the line of all these people who are texting into the show. So um, there it is. All right, we're going to cover some stuff today. I'm going to start off with uh, a, a dicey topic. Um, Bama Buzz. Bama Buzz is number one on the uh, Triple Dipper. Medical marijuana is coming to the state of Alabama. We are one of now 38 states, I believe it is, that has 39 states, actually, that have legalized the use of marijuana by prescription. Yeah, and so I'll be honest with you, I am opposed to this, but I will tell you also that part of my opposition was not just the fact that I'm not a fan of marijuana in general. My opposition was the manner in which they wrote this bill. This is the most god-awful, non-Republican bill ever touted by Republicans as being a good thing for the state of Alabama. And I'll tell you why when we get back. But let's just say the free market means nothing. Raising taxes is still okay. Doesn't matter what the FDIC says, or the, or excuse me, not the FDIC, but the FDA says. And oh, by the way, let's build government. That's what's happening with this bill. But we'll talk about that and where it's going to be in the state of Alabama. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. <laughs> 